gentlemen, Dr. Ron is in the house. Welcome. This is Dr. Ron, unfiltered, uncensored. It's listed as episode 414, but I think uh, we have more than that. And I want to thank everyone for listening. And I want to tell you that this program contains general medical information. The medical information heard on this program is not advice and should not be treated as such. You are encouraged to confirm any information obtained from this program with other sources and review all information regarding any medical condition or treatment with your physician. And ladies and gentlemen, I welcome you with an attitude of gratitude because gratitude is definitely one of the highest emotions. We've been talking about it for years here. We have to learn how to practice it on a daily basis, use it during our meditations, and uh, it will uh, help us to make happiness a lifestyle. And it boosts our joy and it boosts our uh, satisfaction with life and it will help with our relationships so with that being said uh, i want to thank everyone for the response to the program on detoxification i want to remind you uh, that we had a, a doctor's little, little zoom conference and we and everyone sort of agreed that zeolite z-e-o-l-i-t-e is a great detoxifier both of heavy metals and toxins uh, and it helps to keep our oxygen levels up. You know, we can't live without oxygen. Four minutes. We can live longer without water and food, but we cannot live without oxygen. So if you want to feel more alert and energetic without drinking caffeine, you know, detoxify, use zeolite. It has some great bioflavonoids in it, like we talked about. Um, it helps regulate the pH of your body because we don't want to get too acidic uh, because acidic people get sick and get cancer. We want to have our 
pH on the alkaline side. We want to keep our immune system strong. And we'll talk about immune system again when we talk about artificial sweeteners. Okay. And um, there's no side effects to taking zeolite. Uh, safety studies are, are positive. And um, a lot of good reasons to choose zeolite. It's 100% pure. It's uh, verified by a third party. And if, in addition to that, it has anti-aging properties because it has humic acid. That's H-U-M-I-C acid. It, it, it carries that zeolite right into your cells. And humic acid in itself comes with anti-aging properties. So humic acid revitalizes our cells and reverses cellular degeneration. Okay, there's lots of different brands out there, but we're talking about the liquid zeolite. Anywhere from 13 to 20 drops in any liquid. And uh, that's all I want to say about that, but it's a clean product. We use it in our household, and uh, originally uh, Dr. Wong told me about this product years ago, and uh, he, he was right on the money. Okay. So... Also, I don't want to forget, I, when you were talking about detoxifying, you know, please remember the programs we did on grounding, or some people call it earthing. And remember, the sicker you are, the more you need it. Okay, so if you have to use a grounding pad, if you're not, if you can't go walk on the grass or the beach, you know, if you have a lot of rheumatoid arthritis, a lot of fibromyalgia, uh, great, great stories are coming out about the uh, results just using grounding, walking barefoot as much as possible. Okay, there are certain flip-flops made by a company called Clint's that, that can help you ground. There's grounding mats, there's grounding sheets. Okay, so we need grounding because of all the toxins in our bodies and the toxins in the air with the EMFs and the Wi-Fi. Look at your Wi-Fi on your uh, phone and see how many signals are coming into your phone. You're surrounded by Wi-Fi. Even if your router is off, you'll see many on your phone. Okay, so uh, cordless uh, phones, cell phones, they cause our blood to get thick. They, they're, they Cause it to form a rouleau formation, which is all which is clumping of the red blood cells. So grounding does help with that, ladies and gentlemen. And remember, your diet is not only what you eat. I've told you this. It's what you watch and what you listen to. The people you hang around with. And be careful what you put into your body emotionally. Okay? Like, turn off that darn television. Okay? Get all that negative news and all that uh, gaslighting to, to keep you in a state of fear that keeps you sick. We want to abandon a pill for every ill philosophy that the, the, the American Medical Association and the big pharmaceuticals want us to adopt. We want to unadopt that because that is a broken system. No one ever gets cured. There's always a need for more and more pills. 
And you know, we come back to the to the microbiome because this eco ecosystem of bacteria in our gut and digestive systems, it's not only a hot topic now, but it's the one that keeps us healthy. It could be described as the missing organ and connects everything else because that's where our immunity, the, the majority of our immune system is in our gut. Chronic diseases, sometimes can be healed if you, if you have a good microbiome, as I call it, a superior interior. Okay, we've talked about that. So let's talk about a little bit about uh, today's topic. Oh, I, let me let me mention one other thing before I get to that. Look, uh, to stay healthy and to stay uh, virus free, we've talked about this for over a year now, and and it involves uh, taking uh, vitamin D. This, the Surgeon General in Florida now, a, a really learned man, has finally, he's come out and, and talked about keeping yourself healthy with natural remedies. And vitamin D is one of them. And you want to have your vitamin D level checked. You want to keep it in that 60, 60 mark, okay? But... Vitamin D that you'll be taking will be vitamin D3. But I've told you this, I just want to reemphasize it. Your vitamin D absorption is influenced by the magnesium and the vitamin K2 intake. Because the magnesium is required to convert the vitamin D into its active form. And if your magnesium is insufficient or low, the vitamin D you ingest may simply get stored in its inactive form. In fact, researchers have discovered that you need 146% more vitamin D to achieve a minimal blood level unless you take supplemental magnesium, like about 400 milligrams a day. So it's best and in your best interests, especially those of you who do not have the beach available to you all the time, the sun available to you all the time like we do here in Florida. So your best bet would be to take your vitamin D3 with both magnesium and K2. You'll have better vitamin D levels than if you took just the vitamin D3 alone. And there's data that I saw here from nearly 3,000 individuals that, that revealed 244% more oral vitamin D was required to get 50% of the population to achieve a vitamin D level of 40, which is minimal. If they were not using magnesium and K2, it's harder to get your, your vitamin D level up into that 60 range. Okay. And also, there's been some people talking to me and uh, calling me about uh, how sensitive they are to EMFs. Well, chemically, physiologically, uh, the EMF and Wi-Fi, uh, 
they interfere with the calcium magnesium exchange in our in our bodies. They the these channel there's a channel that calcium and magnesium travel into our cells. And you get lower magnesium because it leaks out when you're exposed to a lot of Wi-Fi. So there's, you can take uh, calcium channel blockers. That's a prescription drug a lot of people take for hypertension. And that drug has been studied by Dr. Martin Paul, and it definitely reduced EMF damage. But you know what does it naturally? Magnesium acts as a natural calcium channel blocker. And unlike a pill for every ill, it is inexpensive and virtually free of side effects. Best taken with food. You know, if you take too much magnesium, you know what will happen? Have you ever heard of milk of magnesia? That's right. You'll have loose stools. Okay, so I wanted, wanted to bring that to your attention. And I wanted to quote a question that was posed to the Dalai Lama. Quote, what thing about humanity surprises you the most? And here's his answer. Quote, man, because he sacrifices his health in order to make money. Then he sacrifices his money to recuperate his health. And then he is so anxious about the future that he doesn't enjoy the present. And as a result, he doesn't live in the present or the future. And he lives as if he's never going to die. And then he dies, having never really lived. So what is the point of it? Live in the present, have an attitude of gratitude, take care of yourself. So, you know, diet soda has that word D-I-E in it. And, uh, and yeah, I, my, my, my advice is if you haven't stopped using artificial sweeteners, please do so immediately. Artificial sweeteners or the non-nutritive sweeteners as they are referred to, they've always been controversial. And the scientific research has always shown that they are associated with side effects. So they were introduced, like everything else, to satisfy consumers' sweet tooth, huh? With no calories. Seems like a good thing, right? Good alternative to refined sugars. Low sugar diets. But when, when let's, we're going to get into the side effects of these fake sweeteners, because they can range from headaches and migraines, and get this, to weight gain and cardiovascular disease. And let me just hit you with this right at the top of the show. Diet soda has been linked to increased risk for diabetic retinopathy. A severe type of diabetic eye disease that could lead to blindness. And I didn't make this up. This was a study published online in September, October issue of clinical and experimental ophthalmology. The study evaluated the link between soft drink consumption and microvascular complications of diabetes. That means the little small arterioles in the back of the eye. The sample included people with diabetes who drank 
more than four cans of diet soft drinks per week. That study group had an associated twofold increase of having proliferative diabetic retinopathy. This was done at Duke and a school in Singapore. Interesting, in my opinion, was the study did not find any correlation between the consumption of regular sugar-sweetened soft drinks and the increased risk for diabetic retinopathy. Now, I'm not saying this is the be-all, end-all of studies, but, you know, there are alternatives. And if you have diabetes, you might want to think 100 times before you have that diet soft drink because they are, they're marketed to be a healthier option. But they have detrimental health effects, ladies and gentlemen. And with there's research we'll talk about ink that link these uh, artificial sweeteners to uh, cardiovascular disease also and metabolic syndrome. See, these diet sodas, they fake out your body. They fake your body to, they, their body thinks it has more energy than it really has. So what do you do? You get hungrier. And then you actually have a higher calorie intake in the long run. And this, this study, uh, 609 adults with type 1 diabetes. I mean, this is not a small study. So uh, if you have uh, diabetes, I think that the soft drinks, it's a good reason to stop them. I mean, the marketers tell you it's healthy, like they, they do everything on television. You, know, you want to take every drug and until you hear the... Uh, if you can actually hear the, all the side effects, they, they speak about them so rapidly. So soft drinks have a risk. That, that is the, the bottom line. And is there a difference between the nutritive sweeteners? And we'll get into that. They really sound like a great idea. But artificial sweeteners can increase your ba your basal metabolic index. Your, you, they can make you gain weight. And not only are they bad for diabetes, uh, for as far as retinopathy, they are associated with some type two diabetes. I mean, not this. None of this is conclusive. I'm not saying it is, but it, that's what the studies are suggesting right now. So there is the editor of the Harvard Health, pretty good uh, magazine, Holly Strawbridge. She says, while the FDA has ruled out a cancer risk for these sweeteners, she says the studies were conducted based on really small doses, less than 24 ounces a day. But as portion sizes increase and grow out of control to 30 and 40 ounces and 50 ounces, 
those those studies have not been done for safety. They just did it on a small study of, of uh, 24 ounces a day. Other studies show that you drink these artificial sweeteners or you have an increase, like a 35% increase in metabolic syndrome, a 67% increase for type 2 diabetes and plaque buildup and heart attacks and strokes. An article in, in a journal called Inflammatory Bowel Diseases revealed that artificial sweeteners, sucralose, maltodextrin, intensifies gut inflammation. Now, this was done in mice, and they were following mice that can carry the gene for Crohn's disease. And it messed up the microbiome of the gut. It increased the number of, of bad, bad uh, uh, bacteria. So the carmin there, there's there's a lot of these artificial sweeteners, right? And the the, the consensus of opinion is, although there are not absolute studies, they can uh, definitely affect your health. So where do you find these artificial sweeteners, you say? You know, they're in toothpaste and mouthwashes, children's chewable vitamins, cough syrups, chewing gum. They're in no-calorie waters and drinks, salad dressings, frozen yogurts, baked goods, candy, yogurt, breakfast cereals, processed snack foods. Lighter diet fruit juices, some prepared meats and nicotine gums. And that's just a partial list. So you got to read the labels. Got to read the labels. So we have aspartame, which has the uh, trade name of Equal NutraSweet. Right now, it's used in more than 6,000 consumer foods and drinks and over 500 prescription drugs and over-the-counter medications. Why? Because aspartame isn't heat-stable. It's typically found in drinks and foods that haven't been heated. There's a study, again, study upon study, but that's the only way we can evaluate safety. This was published in the American Journal of Industrial Medicine. They, they think that the, the non-nutritive sweeteners have to be reevaluated, and they consider them an, an urgent matter of public health especially for their carcinogenic effects. That means cancer-causing effects. That study found that aspartame may impair memory performance and increase oxidative stress in the brain. In addition, if you are pregnant or nursing, they, they said avoid dangerous artificial sweeteners at all costs. 
it appears that aspartame in particular can predispose babies to metabolic syndrome disorders and obesity in later life. And aspartame has side effects that people already know about, headaches, migraines, dizziness. So, uh, gosh, if you're pregnant, that's something you really want to avoid. And sucralose Splenda, it was introduced as a sugar substitute, but really it's only chlorinated sucrose. It's sucrose that has chlorine molecules added to it. Yeah, chlorine, the, the stuff you put in your pool to kill your bacteria. They originally found this when they were developing a new insecticide compound. It wasn't originally meant to be consumed, but the, the people working on it happened to put some to their lips and there you had it, a whole new industry. 600 times sweeter than sugar. It's addictive. There's a study that I'll get to maybe, but I'll just tell you the bottom line of it was that it was more addictive to mice than cocaine. The mice gave up their cocaine to go for the artificially sweetened Splenda. And cooking with sucralose at high temperatures can produce dangerous chloropropanols. That's a toxic class of compounds that can alter sugar, insulin, peptides, not meant to be in our body. So do you get the idea where I'm coming from? Even sweet and loaded, it's been around forever. It's not necessarily safe. They carry a label, right? Use of this product may be hazardous to your health. This product contains saccharin, which has been determined to cause cancer in laboratory animals. The FDA did remove that warning, but there are studies that continue to link saccharin with serious health conditions. And gosh, it's the primary sweetener for children's medications too, including chewable aspirin and cough syrup, over-the-counter drugs. Then you have xylitol that uh, has some good properties. Some dentists like it to prevent cavities, but they aren't absorbed well in the body and they can cause allergic reactions. Just note too, uh, there's a lot of dog owners down where I live. These sugar, alcohol-based artificial sweeteners are could be life-threatening as a toxin, toxic product to dogs. And remember that breath mints, candy, sugar-free gum, frozen desserts, and other foods when you're around your pets because these sugar, alcohol-based sweeteners can be life-threatening. So I'll give you all the bad stuff and then we'll talk about what to do about it. So just know that research, there's a lot of research linking diet, soda, drinking to all sorts of health troubles. And they're all negative ones. And there are large scale studies too. 37,000 middle-aged adult men, 80,000 middle-aged adult women follow for 30 years. And a lot of these people average four servings a day. 
they had a, a decreased lifespan. They had increased mortality. So drinking diet soda may contribute to depression, kidney damage, as I said, type 2 diabetes and metabolic syndrome, cardiovascular disease by increasing atherosclerosis, four plus cans a day, 30% increase of depression. Long-term diet soda drinking, 30% greater reduction in your function of your kidneys. And that was, these, these complications were regardless of other factors like smoking and obesity and high cholesterol. And they can be associated with compromising your lungs. They, they increase your risk of developing asthma and COPD symptoms, chronic obstructive pulmonary disease. The more you drink, the more that risk increases. Not a good thing, huh? Okay, so let's get to some of my other notes here. Now, the one, this is really important especially during this holiday season. Mixed drinks with diet soda, diet soda boost breath alcohol level. So if your buddy's having a, a rum and Coke and you're having a rum and diet Coke and you get pulled over or, for alcohol check, the one with the diet soda is not, may not pass it because the diet soda Increases the alcohol in their breath. People who drank vodka mixed with diet soda had higher alcohol concentrations on their breath than those who drank the same amount of vodka mixed with regular soda. So that would be pretty uh, good information during this holiday season, right? So you were trying to avoid some extra calories and having your... Uh, Alcohol mixed with the diet soda and you end up uh, driving drunk. Your breath concentrations of alcohol are going to be higher. Okay, so just, just keep that in mind. And this was from a study done in a journal called Drug and Alcohol Dependence. Okay, so I mean, it's not something I'm making up. I'm finding this stuff is published. I don't need to make it up. It's here, but nobody's talking about it. But remember, these are chemically manipulated products. And they have no resemblance to sugar at all. So let's take a hard, long look at these artificial sweeteners, these uh, modified, chemically modified products. Now, two years ago at the Ramazzini Institute, which is a nonprofit consumer group in Italy, 
They found that sucralose could cause leukemia and other blood cancers in laboratory mice. Well, that's mice, right? It's not children. Dr. Sofridi sounded alarm bells, even presenting his evidence to the Childhood Cancer Conference in London. Case Western Reserve School of Medicine said that patients with Crohn's disease need to think very carefully about using Splenda or its generic forms of sucralose. It can cause an overgrowth of bacteria. We, do, we talked about this. Scientists at George Washington University in D.C. They wrote a pro, uh, a study that it, it, can increase, it can increase your fat, the formation of fat in your body. And guess what? People using these diet drinks are people that think they want to they 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 want to lose weight. They already have a lot of fat. And the George Washington University researcher said that artificial sweeteners, all of them, can have the same negative effects as real sugar and cause inflammation, insulin spikes, and weight gain. How about that? So check the labels on the products, ladies and gentlemen. Sucralose is just one of them. We gave you a list. Here's another article from Medscape. Artificial sweeteners linked to glucose intolerance. Drinking diet soda. Is it worth a stroke risk? Diet soda can be addictive. Researchers found that people who drank diet soft drinks daily were 43% more likely to have suffered a vascular event, including a stroke. The authors say, quote, this study suggests that diet soda is not an optimal substitute for sugar-sweetened beverages and may be associated with a greater risk of stroke, myocardial infarction, or vascular death in regular soda. Myocardial infarction is a heart attack. These vascular events like stroke and heart attacks occur suddenly without any warning. So, wow. So maybe a little ounce of prevention is not drinking those ounces of diet soda. So we have to make better choices. So isn't that incredible? We have a product called a diet and it makes you fat. Makes your tricks your body into consuming more calories than it should. American Journal of Clinical Nutrition: Diet sodas raise the risk of diabetes more than sugar sweetened sodas. Women who drank 12 ounces of diet soda had a 33% increased risk of type 2 diabetes. If you increase that to a 20 ounces, your, your, your risk goes up to 66% to get diabetes. And women who drank diet sodas seem to drink twice as much as those who drank sugar-sweetened sodas because the artificial sweeteners are more addictive. The average diet soda drinker, guess what? He drinks 
three a day. And it is addictive and all calories are not the same. They, they don't tell you that when they advertise it, do they? The marketing people don't want you to know that because these sweeteners are hundreds to thousands of times sweeter than regular sugar. And what, no, 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 no doubt that they trick our metabolism. Our metabolism says, wow, real sugar's on its way. So your body starts pumping out insulin. You know what insulin is beside a, a hormone for diabetes? It is a fat storage hormone. The more insulin you have, the more fatter you get. Makes you hungrier. Makes you crave more sugar. Because you can't live with Low blood sugar is almost incompatible with life. Having a hypoglycemic attack is definitely more dangerous than a hyperglycemic attack. When they study populations, there was a 200% increased risk of obesity in diet soda drinkers. So I guess there's no free ride out there. I hope this is not the first time you're hearing this information. I mean, these diet sodas have been around forever, since 1987, in fact. When 1897, I should say. They're trying to uh, have a little reversal there, huh? So candy bars. Anything with these artificial sweeteners are dangerous. Another study on rats now found that the more sucralose the male rats were fed, the higher their risk of cancerous tumors and leukemias, lymphomas, and plasma cell disorders. The female rats had, that drank a lot of sucralose had more benign tumors and more, but more tumors overall, including growth in the stomach, ovaries, and uterus. Now that was in rats. Okay. Someone took the time to do it. We should take some time to pay attention to it. It's not that great a leap for the link between Splenda and cancer to apply to humans because we have a lot of cancer, don't we? And you know, like sucralose manufacturers say it's made from sugar. Well, in reality, sucralose is created by taking a sugar molecule, taking out certain hydrogen oxygen groups and replacing them with what I told you, chlorine atoms, the stuff that's in your swimming pool. So, uh, You might want to drink that Java Black and enjoy your coffee the way it was meant to be enjoyed. So we don't want to be on a fast track to diabetes. We don't want to use these uh, artificial sweeteners, which could be a wolf in sheep's clothing. Because it doesn't help you lose weight, but it has a lot of 
bad side effects. And, you know, we're talking 16 to 20 ounces a day. To give you diabetes, give you cancer, to give you migraines. And I'm, I'm looking here, research even from Israel, they confirm the same thing. It tri contributes to obesity-related metabolic conditions such as diabetes and affecting our beneficial gut bacteria, our ecosystem, our superior interior that controls our immunity. Here's a study out of Atlanta, Georgia. A soda a day ups your cardiovascular disease risk by 30%. 30% increase. Epidemiological studies have linked high consumption of added sugar with an increased risk of type 2 diabetes. Study after study after study. And one thing you I know you haven't heard is that ca the cancer in a can. So if you go through some of your favorite magazines this Christmas, you'll see a picture of old St. Nick downing a bottle of a popular cola. Well, here's the bad news. That toxic sludge that Midwesterners around here call pop is crawling with a cancer-causing chemical, according to Consumer Reports. The caramel coloring fall, uh, 4-methyl-limotazole. You wouldn't want to get that, that name in a spelling bee, would you? Has already been linked to lung cancer in mice. So you think... The cola companies would stop using it altogether. I'm told that they 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 decreased the doses, but why have it in there at all? Consumer Reports tested 81 cans of bottles of soda and found levels of four mel, we'll call it, that were up to 12 times the safe limit. Even Whole Foods was. Their healthy nuts and sodas were loaded with this chemical. It's estimated that this chemical could be causing 15,000 cancers a year. My, I guess I, I made my point. I hope I made my point. Okay. So let's, um, let's wrap it up because we don't want to go too long on these, high, these, this, these holiday programs. So look, raw honey, local raw honey is incredible. You can use that. Great substitution is raw honey. Packets of stevia. So you don't have to resort. You can carry a stevia with you so you don't have to resort to artificial sweeteners. Retrain your palate so you can enjoy some of the natural sweetnesses of foods without the sweeteners. Right, so that there's not a lot to do, you know. 
you can carry stevia. You can get raw honey. And local raw honey has a lot of other beneficial effects for our health. And you'll be helping the obesity epidemic because the diet sodas are making us fatter. Is America, are Americans fatter or not? Come on, they are, we are all fatter. And there are epidemiological studies that say that America's obesity epidemic is growing and it coincides with the increase in the widespread use of non-nutritive artificial sweeteners, including aspartame, sucralose, saccharin, and sugar alcohols. This artificial stuff don't just don't make you uh, satisfied like real foods do. So you end up feeling less satisfied. You, then you're more prone to eating and drinking, more prone to weight gain, suffering other side effects that we've talked about in this program. Now, if you don't want to avoid them, please don't give them to your children. Please, if you're pregnant, don't use them. Or if you're breastfeeding, refrain from these sweeteners. I think the risk is too great. Okay, so this is, ladies and gentlemen, this is Dr. Ron, host of Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored. You can find us here on, on Podbean at a new, uh, our new web page at podbean.com. Uh, Podpage also lists us. We're on Alexa, Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher. Just ask the uh, voice to connect you to Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored. And the name of this program is Diet Soda Good For You. Well, I hope you know the answer. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening, and we'll see you again next week. Hey, everybody, Dr. Ron's finished for the day. I hope you got some good wisdom for what the man had to say. And it's all about good health the man you got to see he has a lot more answers for you so tune in next week when the doctor is in the house or when the doctor is in the house let the doctor know what's bothering you when the doctor is in the house the doctor is in the house doctor is Let the doctor know what's bothering you I'm sure he can tell you just what to do The doctor is in the house The doctor is in the house Let the doctor know what's bothering you When the doctor is in the house So if you have a pain Call the doctor If you have a strain Call the doctor Let the doctor know What's bothering you When the doctor is In the house The doctor is In the house See you next week